man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. Ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Ron is in the house. I am the host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, who just today was notified that we got our 10,000th download. And who do I have to thank for that? But you, our listeners, and I have uh, I have an attitude of gratitude like I ask you to have, to be grateful because it, it makes us healthier and happier and Lots of good things happen, but I definitely want to take the time to thank all the listeners that put us over that 10,000 mark. I was, that's a milestone for Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and uh, we hope to continue to uh, give you some things to listen to so we can get to the 20,000 mark. You know, for the past three weeks, I had you listen to a uh, podcast that I recorded previously. Basically, two of them were um, about a crisis in humanity. Yes, we're not going to be able, our men are not going to be able to have children. Our women aren't going to have the eggs anyway. So by 2045, there won't be any more children. That is a crisis. We talked about the endocrine disruptors and everything else in our toxic world. And then last week, I repeated another program where politics and medicine do not mix. Let doctors be doctors, but doctors can't do that anymore because upwards of 85% of them are employed. Do you realize that? Most of your doctors are employees. And if they go against what their bosses recommend, they could lose their jobs. If they go against what the AMA or their local medical society recommends, they could be sued. They could lose their license. They should know better. Your doctor should abide by the Hippocratic Oath of do no harm. So that's why uh, today is my first day back from a little uh, vacation from podcasting. We're going to concentrate on these next weeks on you being the CEO of your own body. Taking charge. Investing in yourself. And it will pay off financially, mentally, and physically. And you'll be sharper, and a sharper you is a more effective you. We're going to get into aging. And aging may make you feel defeated and possibly fearful. Well, fearful we learned these past two years with the uh, Fauci Mafia. They learned how to put fear of God into us. And most of us succumbed. And that's when you get brain fog. You can't think quickly, and you, and you you and you think you're stupid, but you're not. As I told a lot of people, sometimes when you follow the masses, the M is missing. 
So we need to optimize our intelligence. And, and do the things that I've talked about these last six years. You know, we had a, a little rainstorm here in Southwest Florida, but listening to the meteorologists, they were all over the place with their umbrellas and their parkas and predicting the worst, but we just had some rain. But I had a chance to organize my notes from these last six years of podcasting. And uh, I'm, I'm proud of what I saw. We covered a lot of subjects. And one maybe that we should cover more is the pesticides and the toxic world, the pesticides in our food, how poorly we really are eating. We're, you know, we're overfed, we're obese, but we're, we, we are not, we don't have the right nutrition. And we have to talk more about electromagnetic frequencies and how they are contributing to uh, our environment. They are toxins, they are stressors. So each day, you know, we get a little older and we, we're breaking down, but we want to slow that breakdown process, don't we? And you wouldn't know it by the employment, but there's a new virus going around. It's called the Weekly Overload Recreational Killer. W-O-R-K. If you come in contact with this work virus, you should immediately go to the nearest biological anxiety relief center. That's the bar. And take, get your antidote with a work isolating neutralizer extract. That's wine. Or a radioactive unwork medicine. That's rum. Or bothersome employer elimination rebooter. That's beer or the vaccine official depression killing antigen that's vodka let's raise our awareness and get to the bar where we can find biological anxiety relief well you know that was tongue-in-cheek so we want to maybe give you a little history about how this all started how allopathic medicine replaced natural medicine and where it has taken us and why our doctor today doesn't always know what's best for us because he has so many political problems during his uh, treatment. With 85% of them being employed and I, the number is somewhere between 65 and 85% of the board of directors of medical schools are from big pharma. So the pill for every ill philosophy is a prevailing pill, prevailing philosophy. If your doctor has the time to look up from his uh, laptop, that time will be spent writing you a prescription. A prescription for some diseases don't, that don't even exist but they were created to sell medication. They don't take the time to advise you on lifestyle changes, by the way, which control up to 90% of our epigenetics. 
Only we are only bound by our genes for five percent to ten percent of the time. The others can be changed by the field of epigenetics. So around 1910, Rockefeller and Carnegie got together. And they financed the Flexner Report. And basically, Flexner went around the United States. He went to all the medical schools. And he came back and said that medicine should be science-driven, not experience-driven. And he kowtowed to the Rockefeller industry, which, of course, was a petroleum-based industry. But that Flexner report of 1910 is the foundation of our modern medical system. And they really have control of the medical field, the pharmacology field, and the, the medical education system. And... It's a fascinating dynamic if you read about the Flex, the, the Flexners, those Simon and Abraham. They really thought there were too many doctors. They didn't like that. Too many medical schools. They thought that medicine should be centered around labs, pills, as opposed to homeopathy, osteopathy, electrical therapy. You see where that was going? Get rid of natural medicine and promote pharmacological-based medicine. And it's true. You know, you go to your physician, as I've told you many times, and a good physician, according to most people that I come in contact with, is a physician that orders a lot of tests. He's checking everything. But you know the one thing he doesn't check? He doesn't check you. He doesn't ask you to take your shirt off. He doesn't ask you to put a robe on. He doesn't listen to your heart on bare skin because he's ordered a test. And of course, the tests are infallible, right? How many people do you know have had a complete checkup, everything normal, and six months later developed some sort of disease, or cancer. Happens all the time. So, we have to pinch ourselves sometimes. Okay? Because it's not real. It is not real. And these big corporations are getting their ways with your doctor. How many doctors are still wearing masks? 
but refused to talk about the Lancet study, which recently came out, which shows that men mask mandates are associated with an increased COVID death rate. They have so much confirmational bias, their minds are locked. Why does a study find that athlete deaths are 1,700% higher than before the COVID shot? But yet they're still recommending the COVID shot. How many of your doctors are going to tell you that from the FDA's own documents, quote, COVID PCR test was developed without isolated samples for testing calibration? What did they use? They used a flu virus. No wonder everybody was positive with the PCR test. And as we talked about over these couple of years, they ran it at such speeds that it, it, it was guaranteed to be positive 93% of the time. So, again, you have to ask questions. You have to be sure that your doctor answers your questions. And if he doesn't, you know, you, you have to move on. Sorry to say, it's going to be tough to move on. But you're not, just like uh, when they falsified a report on hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin early in the course of the COVID, I want to call it a scam. Did you ever hear that, that that study was retracted? That the Lancet and British Medical Journal that f- admitted that those studies were scammed, they, they didn't even exist, but yet doctors were forbidden, forbidden to prescribe hydroxychloroquine. And by the way, speaking about ivermectin, if you have the opportunity, go to NIH.gov, NIH.gov. Type in ivermectin and cancer and you can put your seatbelt on for what you're going to see. So we could get into some other things, but I just, again, want to lay the groundwork so that you can take care of yourself and exercise good judgment. Remember, doctors are the third leading cause of death. And I have had multiple podcasts on death by modern medicine. And even, you know, let's say, let's talk about a little bit about science. If a drug or treatment is backed by science, Does that guarantee that it's going to be safe and effective? No, because we're all individual. We all react to drugs differently. If an alternative treatment has not been published in a medical journal, does it not mean it's unsafe or ineffective? In my opinion, and we'll have Dr. Wong on to talk about this, my feeling is... My belief is that alternative medicine is the real medicine. The complementary medicine is the real medicine. The allopathic medicine is 
really the alternative medicine. We go to allopathic medicine when we have an emergency, when we need surgery, but we use our natural naturopathic physicians to treat us for, for most of our life. Because the Rockefeller medicine ignores and undervalues the influence of diet and lifestyle factors, such as sleep, exercise, exposure to the sun, and electromagnetic fields. And speaking about the sun, here I am in Southwest Florida. I like to go get grounded on the beach and go for a walk. And how many people that I see spraying on themselves and their children spray sunscreens? Their promoters being convenient, and sure they are. But you know, the products can affect innocent bystanders. Inhalation is associated with an increased exposure of the brain to zinc nanoparticles. And the nose can directly transport those nanoparticles into the brain. Inhaled nanoparticles can cause lung damage, which then allows the nanoparticles to travel through the blood to all tissues and organs. So we can damage our brain, our lungs, our lymph nodes, our liver, our kidneys, our spleen. So if you want to protect yourself, avoid using any spray sunscreen and stay away from anybody that's spraying themselves because it's also carried by the wind and could contaminate everybody in the area. But who's going to spend the time to tell you that? Who's going to tell you that the fatality rate for non-melanoma skin cancers is actually very low? Less than 0.5% of sufferers die from them. You are four times likely of dying from food poisoning and over 650 times likely of dying from medical errors, according to U.S. statistics. Now, if you get real bad sunburn, yes, melanoma risk does increase. And the more frequent and severe the sunburns, the highest the risk. But sunlight exposure without sunburn actually lowers your melanoma risk. Lack of exposure to the sun increases your melanoma risk. Two large studies carried out in Europe confirm that. And how are you going to get your vitamin D? How are you going to affect your good cholesterol? Again, why am I bringing this up? Because you're not going to get from your allopathic doctor anything about sunblockers. You're not going to get anything about how the sun is actually beneficial to you and should not be demonized. And if you do get sunburned, they're going to write you a prescription for a steroid. Where maybe you should just be using plantains or aloe or lavender oil 
or fresh cucumbers. Again, you have to be in charge of your own body, ladies and gentlemen. You have to take control. So you have to control your own body, but you also have to listen to it. And another example is, is during this COVID, it's been called a pandemic, it's been called a scamdemic, whatever. But only a small percentage of physicians have been doing anything heroic. You know, physicians knew from the beginning that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine could treat the symptoms early of the SARS-2 virus. But they were advised not to use it. The only thing they were allowed to do is tell people to wait till we get a vaccine. And the vaccine is not a vaccine. It's a genetically changing chemotherapy. That's never been used before. And it is still experimental. People, don't you realize it's experimental? But where were the doctors? Why didn't they figure this out early? Why did, did, didn't they decide not to serve the interests of the pharmaceutical companies or their uh, employers? Dr. Malone recently posted an article that explains all of it and the policies during what he called the corona crisis. So it's hard, I know, to find a doctor that can see past the mountains of propaganda. So that's why we have to have a lot of knowledge for, by ourselves. People, you have to work hard to find the truth. You have to listen to shows like this one, Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Tenpenny. Okay, you have to get your own education. I particularly like a woman, Cheryl Atkinson, as a reporter, although I have a friend here where I live that thinks she's a little wild, but she does some good reporting as far as I see. So a rational view by a lot of people is, hey, guys, our doctors have really let us down. We lost too many lives. They could have been cured upwards of 600,000 with the early intervention of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, ZPAC, zinc, NAC. And doctors had a choice early on. Should we challenge our federal agencies or not? But only a handful did, like the frontline and doctors. Only a few challenged.
only a few nations did not do what the Fauci uh, mafia wanted to be done. Just wait and wait for a vaccine. The vaccine, as you know, is a complete failure. It does not prevent you from getting COVID. It does not prevent you from transmitting COVID. And then on the last, the second booster only lasts for five months. But you're guaranteed to have decreased immunity for life. And the report out today, not to get into that, is just showing showing the increase in prion diseases, diseases that from the brain, like Parkinson's and MS and Crutchfield Jacob. And so you'll hear more about that as time goes on. So I'm finding among those of my friends who can think for themselves, their trust in doctors is greatly reduced. And state governments actually had to step up and make it easy for the public to get ivermectin. That's how bad you can see how the medical establishment failed the public, ladies and gentlemen. And our US healthcare system is riddled with inefficiencies. Riddled. We spend the most money in the world. We're number one in that. But I think we rank somewhere around 27 out of 30 in effectiveness. You know, the medical budget is around $3 trillion. So, you, you know, and when a lot of that is a pharmaceutical industry, you think there's price gouging and overtreatment going on? Do you think there's any of that is plaguing the U.S. healthcare system? Because it's not really efficient. And you do know that inexpensive treatments are ignored. Why? Because A, they're not patentable and they don't generate income. And remember, no deaths from vitamins. Show me the bodies. I still say that. And I base it on the annual report of the American Association of Poison Control Centers that shows zero deaths from any vitamin. Zero deaths from any vitamin. No money to be made there. See what this is, that's why it's important to follow a different model and have alternative care, the real care and have the allopathic care, the backup that you need for trauma. How many billions of dollars of statin drugs have been prescribed and have caused so many other diseases like diabetes, Parkinson's, uh, liver diseases, so that now you get those diseases and they have to be treated with drugs. It is a domino effect, ladies and gentlemen.
do you think the pharmaceutical companies want you cured? No, then, then the, their money trail will be cut off. You think the doctor's going to talk to you about chocolate and how chocolate can make you live longer, how he's going to tell you about social relationships and how, and how that will help you to live longer. Is he going to remind you that carrying your cell phone in your pocket is going to decrease your sperm count? It's going to increase the amount of uh, radiation to your hip. And there's a study showing that carrying your cell phone in your pocket leads to more hip replacements. And as I said at the beginning of the program, you're not hearing about the Lancet study with debunked the CDC study justifying school mask mandates. But you do see on WebMD about melatonin misinformation, completely wrong. Why? There's no money to be made from melatonin. No money to be made. But I'm going to tell you something about melatonin. I take it every day. You could take upwards of 80 milligrams a day. I don't recommend it, but you can, unless you're going for a CAT scan or getting radiated. So it'll do this. It'll do a better job than vitamin C as an antioxidant. But did you know if you keep your phone with you or your iPad with you in bed, it decreases your melatonin? You know what else is absent? The CFL light bulbs. CFL light bulbs. You know what foods boost melatonin? Pineapple, bananas, oranges. Pineapple, bananas, oranges. I've told you, keep your bedroom dark, right? Avoid that blue light. So you see why you have to be in control and don't depend on your physician who is more than likely trained to in the paradigm of a pill for every ill. And if they don't have an ill, they'll, they'll invent one. Hey, by the way, our, my, my listeners in Florida, recent study came out fish are uh, testing positive for antidepressants, prostate medication. Now, in fact, let me just get this this uh, study out here because I think it's important for us people in Florida. I mean, everybody wants to eat fish, right? But we talk, talk to you about fish oil. That's a subject for another day. But um, fish water off the coast of Florida are testing positive for antidepressants, prostate medication, antibiotics, and pain relievers as human wastewater makes its way out to sea. This was done by researchers at the Florida International University and the Bonefish and Tarpon Trust based out of Miami. They collected blood and tissue samples from 93 bonefish and tarpon in the area, area and found that each one had an average of seven drugs in its system. One fish even had a total of 17. 
That'd make the pharmaceutical companies angry, wouldn't you? That, that you can get your drugs by eating fish. Just like all fish now have microplastics in it from all the, the mass and plastics dumped in the ocean. What a threat that is to us. But yet, if we know about it, we're ahead of the curve. Isn't that something else? Get your drugs by eating fish. Why should you take care of yourself? Because you're going to find, and listening to shows like this, that mask mandates increase the death rate. This was done in Kansas, right here in the United States. The counties that mandated masks had a higher death rate than those that did not. Of course, a lot of you have confirmational biases. You're not going to believe it, but look it up. Okay, so look, the whole idea of Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored is to give you this type of information so that you can indeed take care of yourself. So that you know that drinking coffee and drinking wine are okay. Why do I say that? First of all, by experience, 57 years as a physician, but a study of the, out of the University of California, Irvine, revealed that consumption of moderate, and that's the key word in that sentence, moderate amounts of alcohol and coffee is linked to living a longer life moderate okay so it, it's all not negative to try and lead a more healthy natural lifestyle okay you can have your coffee it's not dehydrating like you're being been told it is not dehydrating the operative word is not So we want you to live long, but we want you to die young. We want you to control inflammation. All right. That, 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 there's a show I did on aging and inflammation. It's still true. We have to find out what is health. Are you healthy because you're taking drugs and you feel good? Is that what health is? The fact that the drug is hiding your symptoms. Is that why you're healthy? Or do we have to go back and remember, like the doctors of the past before all the drugs came up, would tell us that the symptoms from an illness can represent our body's attempt to tell us something, to adjust to a threat. But now, as Dr. Al Bress from Hahnemann taught us, if it's high, lower it. If it's low, higher it. Take Tylenol to lower a fever. Yeah, but you know, fever activates a lot of the immune system. Inflammation is part of the immune response when you get a cut or sprain. Now, if it continues on for a long time and it's chronic, that's a different story. 
So our health has to be adaptable in the face of challenges. And we have to be careful of not getting overdiagnosed. And, and there are harms to too much sport and too much exercise, huh, dear friends. We have to look out, is, what's, what's the financial incentive of our physicians and our healthcare providers? Why do they keep expanding the definition of a disease? You know, a 300 number on your, on your cholesterol is not bad. But they keep lowering it. And why? Statin drugs, that's why. They can prescribe medication. And if the statin drugs don't get it low enough, they can prescribe a drug that costs $7,000 a month. Get that approved by the insurance company. They come up with all kinds of guidelines and physicians are too busy to really critically evaluate these guidelines which most of the time are flawed. There's a systemic lack of transparency regarding who funds the study, the impact and the outcomes. So physicians can make a, a good a judgment on uh, the information they're receiving. Okay, so look, this is Dr. Ron. Uh, we did reach our 10,000th download this month. And uh, we are on Podbean here. It looks like most of our downloads occur on Apple, Podbean, but Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podpage. There's a lot of them. And I'm waiting awaiting the new feed spot report. We are 23 out of 50 doctor podcasts on the internet. I think we're moving up. So I really uh you know, with an attitude of gratitude, uh, I do thank you right, with from the bottom of my heart for uh, listening to this program. I know sometimes I get a little passionate because hey, fifty-seven years as a physician, I'm in my eighties. Uh I've seen it all from my time in the army, my time in private practice to my early work as an emergency room physician, charter member, in fact, of the emergency American college of emergency physicians, a lifetime member of the American Academy of family practitioners, board certified in pain management as a licensed acupuncturist. I've seen it, ladies and gentlemen, I've studied it. I love it. And I would like to see everybody thrive and not go broke by getting sick. I, I, it breaks my heart to hear how much money people spend on medical care. And are they, do they know if they're getting the best or not? So this is where, where I'll be coming from next couple of weeks. We will have a, either next week or the following week, Dr. Will Wong, we're going to talk about different kind, kinds of care. And we're going to talk about Zymessence. That's a, a, a Wong essential product. It's the strongest systemic enzyme. 
you know, and enzymes were recommended during uh, the COVID. But Wong's Essentials is the strongest. And you know, after age 25 to 27, you don't make any more enzymes. And do you know when you run out of enzymes and you run out of dopamine, you die? You know how invincible we were in our 20s and 30s? We could sprain our ankle, get cut, and keep on going. But as we pass 60, 70, and into our 80s, it takes a little longer. We're running out of the enzymes. And we're being poisoned with these 80,000-some chemicals, especially glyphosate. And I'm going to close with this because this is important. I know people eat oatmeal, but 100% of oat cereal samples tested positive for residues of glyphosate. Roundup, 100%. The average level of glyphosate in cereal samples was 360 parts per billion. More than twice the level set by the Environmental Working Group. Do you think that's going to increase our cancer risk in our children? You bet. And when EWG, that's Environmental Working Group, ladies and gentlemen, EWG.org, they do some great work and they, they have a great tool for a water sample because our, our municipal waters are also contaminated. But EWG tested 28 samples of oat-based cereal and other oat-based foods marketed to children and found the glyphosate in all the samples with 26 of the 28 coming in above their benchmark. So now we got to, we got to worry about glyphosate. Well, we always have to worry about it. And that's why, you know, those of you that know me and have been listening are taking their glycine every day because the glycine replaces the glyphosate. So I've talked enough, but you know where I'm coming from. I'm still going to bring information on, you know, plastics and plasticizers and all the toxic products. Uh, and many of you did not know. I was surprised at the thermal receipts that you get when you give your credit card in. If your hands are damp, you're absorbing phytoestrogens. I'm surprised that we didn't know that. So be careful with those uh, thermal receipts. Okay, so you've been listening to Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. And uh, I really enjoy doing this program six years now. And I do it on my own. I don't accept any advertisers. Even though now that we hit the 10,000 mark and listeners, they're knocking at my door, but I don't want it. I just want to bring you unfiltered uh, opinions based on science. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Freddie Cooper. You might try and remember that name. Freddie's now back in the studio writing songs and playing. Uh, he has a, he's traveled every country in the world. And I think he's going to get back on the road soon. Used to play with B.B. King. And this is Freddie's rendition of our closing song. Thank you, everybody. Have a great afternoon. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. 
He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.